location high in the Hollywood Hills. It's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, blockbuster vigils. Bait shop, Mark Maron's cats, sequoias and the bridge and tunnel crowd. And very special guest, Aaron Foley. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Gunroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good evening. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am your host, Sean Conroy. We are back! Yes. We're listening to The Long Shot. With me today on the show, the human live and moving in a very quick and graceful manner, Mr. Jamie Flit is here. Flit? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, yeah, flitting around. Flitting, flitting, flitting. We are back, and also <laughs> with us today on the show, the human rainbow, Miss Amber Kenny, is here. Hello. Today you're the rainbow, not the pot of gold. I'll take it. Yeah, no, rainbows are great. Someday you're the rainbow. But you don't Someday see all the colors. The so. No. <laughs> yes, I. As it turns out, I'm colorblind and think purple is blue, <laughs> and that has been a cause of discord in my relationship. <laughs> uh, also here today. The Bitter Buddha, Mr. Eddie Pepitone. Namaste, motherfuckers. Namaste. Stay in the present moment, even though it's full of horror. Horror? Yeah, I meant the Jewish term horror. Correct. Dance the horror. Dance the horror. Yeah. It's full of horror <laughs> if you're a Jew. <laughs> Sounds nice. I like dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, it's great for us all to be back together again for the third time today for Eddie and myself. Wow. This has been a, uh, a big day for us. Do you want to talk us. about what we did this morning? Well, it was pretty exciting. Uh, three out of the four <laughs> I don't know if it was of us. Exciting. Oh, I'm <laughs> going to use the word exciting. exciting for me. It was. It was super exciting. Three out of the four of us. Uh, sorry, Jamie. Were called <laughs> in. Oh, we're going to uh, address this, by the way. But continue. Well, we're called. We're going to address it. We're, it's going to be addressed. Oh no! By you. Are we going to be in trouble? I don't know. Because we're addressing it right now, but you're going to address it as well. It will be. <laughs> I never like you prepared some remarks. I we have an like agenda. Some, we're going to yes, cover this, yes. and then we're going to... Let's hear how everything went down. Okay. It, well, we were called in uh, to do uh, a promo for Mark Marin's uh, new show. Marin. Marin on IFC as, the, as his cats doing a podcast. And Mark, unfortunately, only has three cats. So it was me, Amber, and Jamie that got called in to do this <laughs> no, special... I mean, me, Amber, and Sean... <laughs> Not Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. You were well, not you, holding. To be fair, you consistently mix up Jamie and the myself. The two of you are like twins. Like you, I think sometimes you still think this is Jamie's apartment that we're recording. <laughs> Jamie's parents live here. I usually call up Sean and go, Jamie, what the fuck is up with Sean? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, this is Sean. Excuse me? Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry. But anyway, so it was an interesting thing because, uh, you know, it was... Long low show po minus Jamie, and we were cats. We played before that. How did this come to be? Like someone came to you, or I? It happened for me from my point of view the same exact way that the long shot podcast happened (laughs) because Sean Sean just texted me, "Hey, you want to do this thing on Monday?" I said, "Okay." (laughs) That was exactly. I was allowed to ask one other person. (laughs) No, No. it's a female character. Yeah, no, I, I was I was asked to get in touch with Amber. It was the producers of these spots. Came, I don't know how they got to you. They just uh, 
called me directly. Yeah, I got emailed and then called on the phone on Sunday I, night. I got emailed, called, and texted. They oh, really no, Saturday night you. I got a call at like 9.30 or 10 o'clock. Oh, I got called on Friday. I got called on Saturday. No, it was Friday. Was it Friday? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was Thursday. Folks, welcome <laughs> to the long shot. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it was, Those are my favorite you, discussions where you get bogged Like, as someone else is so listening, you get bogged down and, like, cares? No, it was, that's you my parents every time I talk to them. You me on Thursday night because I had to tell my You're boss right. on it Friday that I needed the day You're off. Right. You You're absolutely it. right. I got it was Thursday. On, I got notified on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just people listening to this are like, click. Somebody, you know, somebody is taking it really seriously and making a diagram on their calendar. They have their calendar, and they're going, "I can't tell which day it was." Um. Uh, So anyway, go on. Yeah. So they contacted uh, me and said, "Hey, would you like to do this thing?" And I was like, "Yes." Does it pay? And they were like, "Yes." I was like, "I'm in." That's my criteria. Is Mm -hmm. does it pay? And and they were like, "Yes." And plus, it would be fun to do Mark's cats, and it turned out to be very fun, actually. We had a good time. You played his cats for a video, for an audio thing? No, it was a podcast. Podcat, it was called. A podcast. And then what, is it, what happens with this? Uh, it goes IFC on the internet, I guess. will run it on... How will they run it? On radio? I believe... <laughs> no, no. I believe they're going to be recording it onto devices, which they will then hand out to individuals <laughs> on, on the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, take this device. It has a promo. No! I am not take this device i've you, been told you to take this device if i see something i'm gonna say something well i was excited because uh like i know that i have like i had you guys there so i wasn't gonna be nervous like right. I, we have so much we've done this for so long right. um but, it did feel very natural but then my the breakdown for my character was like the opposite of me so I just kind of did something in between. Like, it was, like, snappy, like, quick to be angry. You know what's wow. wild about the breakdowns yeah, of Hollywood characters? In general, when you get a breakdown for a character Tell me. for a show... I don't know. The, it usually fucks you up. You, you had the it proper reaction. Me up. You had the proper reaction. However, and then you get into the audition, and they go, no, no, forget about that. Just, just do whatever you want. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. be no, that, you. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like... Just toss that shit out okay. the window I and do whatever the fuck you want. I wish you had told me that. I wish you would ask me. You know, I'm not going to give you unsolicited <laughs> advice. If you come to me and say, what should I do about this character well, breakdown? If anything, I was a little bit in my head of like, I want to say this, but that's what Amber Cat would say. No, not no, no. It was about you being yourself. Cat. It was about you being yourself. Because if you read the breakdown, it was not me. It was the Mine opposite. was not me either. Like, I, I was like the laid back, peaceful, <laughs> easygoing philosopher guy. Switch parts. And I was like, oh, that makes me so angry. And so what's the, what do these cats do? They're Marin's cats, and and they do a podcast after Marin's podcast, right? And we were trying it's to the we were trying to parody and be um, you were the Marin, resonant of Eddie was Mark's like the, part, the Marin character, sort of, sort of, yeah. So it was it was good, and it felt very natural without you. I'm sure. Well, I know. I mean, we, we were sorry you weren't. I here. was I was nervous, but it was fun. I was okay. You guys were great. And they also had us scheduled for four hours. Yeah, and it took. And we were done in an like an hour. hour. I yeah. was I was fucking busy that I couldn't have done it anyway. And actually, was- <laughs> <laughs> you well, might it have done it. Doesn't matter because I, they didn't want you. No, 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 no. Here's the I'm thing, though. Saying, I, it doesn't matter. On Wednesday, <laughs> they wanted us and not you. That's on what Wednesday, I, my they my said phone, make sure Jamie. Isn't I remember there. now. <laughs> if he's there, it's off. <laughs> I had a call from a, a two one three number on Wednesday that I just couldn't get. I, it was like, <laughs> I was in a meeting, so I couldn't answer. It. And then I, they didn't leave a message. 
<laughs> in retrospect. No, it's funny because the producer did say to me, I wanted Flam to do all three characters because the characters he does are all so different from each other. It's not all the same voice. I can he just calls different names. Hey, everybody, it's Mark Marriage Cat. I'm also Mark Marriage Cat. Me too. No, but it was really, really exciting for me as much as it was just an hour with you two guys. Oh, shut up. It was like my first time getting paid to do Comedy. Was it really? Paid? Were wow. we there for that? Were we there for your first paid you gig? You were. It was my oh, second paid gig. It was gig. like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you walk out with? I don't. Is, is it that was gauche? a lot, a lot of money. <laughs> that is pretty gauche. <laughs> yeah. You don't ask people that. I yeah, swear. you don't ask people that. Let's just put it this way. I am able now to buy waterfront property. I, Jesus. I am buying two houses. <laughs> you know, next but time. I still work at the bank. <laughs> don't lose the bank gig. Let's just say. It was an amount of dollars that rhymes with my hundred. Oh my! <laughs> my favorite was uh, Eddie when he walked in. Was like, "You got the day off work?" And I was like, "Yes." And he's like, "You slide dog." <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that was the thing that I texted to Amber. Was like, "Would you be willing to take a day off from work?" I could show you the whole conversation. It's pretty funny. You're like, "Can you get off work on Monday to do this thing with Eddie and I for money?" And I was like. Yes, I just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Well, you were in right away. I think it would be great if you could make my hundred dollars every Monday, and your work week an then hour? would get cut in an hour. Yes, yes. that's was- how this business goes. You don't make anything for about twenty-five years, and then you start making decent. Well, money. I keep being, especially lately, like bogged down about like, why do I have a day job? Like, I really, mm. but you kind of have a day job till you don't have a day job, right? I yeah. think nothing truer has ever been said. <laughs> you kind of have a day job till you don't have a day job. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's a, a very good thing that you are now thinking, why do I have the day job? Because that's the first step. I mean, I've step. always been that's- thinking that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't scratch. I will say. Like, Boy, howdy. Can't wait to get into the office. I will Almost. say there are certain nice things about having a day job. I could pay my bills. Are you saying? What, what you, why? What, what's good about having a day job? Structure. Money. Insurance structure. Hold it. Not all day jobs. People to talk to during the day. Not so all day not jobs. I don't, have that. I don't have that. Not all day jobs ha- give insurance. And not well, all day if you jobs- have a day job that doesn't give you insurance, you're a fucking moron. Okay. <laughs> well, you're talking about. You know how many people are insured in this country? Not a lot. <laughs> we uh, haven't I, even I disagree. started checking in. <laughs> really? I, I think it's pretty. Up, I think it's been statistically proven there are millions and millions of Americans without insurance, and they have day millions. Jobs. Millions, millions. <laughs> out of out of how many billions? Many millions. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's start checking in, Jamie. What's going on with you? What is besides, going on with you? Besides, you had a very empty morning. <laughs> um, yes. <Don't>, take your time. <laughs> Don't just Take come right time. out with it. You know? yeah, I'm processing a lot right now. I'm processing oh, a lot. Oh, James. Well, first speak to what's on your mind. What? 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 Yeah, you can react to that. Then. Well, it doesn't you... sound like it was like, let's get the, the long shot to do this. Or no, was it was it? just they knew. No, no, no. It wasn't the long they shot at all. Three it was three people. It was they knew, they knew <laughs> us. Of the trillions of people in this country. <laughs> no, no, no. They knew us. They knew we worked together. They, they knew. I mean, obviously, Eddie is one of Marin's favorites. They right. knew that we worked with him. <laughs> they thought that I was a person. Right. <laughs> Who's they, though? And they're not... The people mm, in charge. We're not The people in charge of show business. We're not at liberty. <laughs> All right. Look. We have, we have Mostly Jews. show business now. I'm coming to Mostly terms with this. I'm coming Jews. to terms with it. Your people. Next time, and maybe you did this. It's like, a, 
you know, there, there's there's the fourth member of the crew. I don't know if there's another cat. I fought, Sean said that I they, fought for you, and Sean fought for you. They wanted to no, have I didn't four fight. cats. Well, I didn't fight either. <laughs> he just has three cats. That but was like, a conversation that I had with the producers was they said, I didn't say, they said, it's too bad he only has three cats or we could get Jamie in here. And I said... There's a oh, mouse. No, I didn't say what about there? There's a little mouse kind of situation. Aww. A piece of cheese. You can play a piece uh, of no, cheese. I said. I said it's better. With <laughs> That's I, actually the most <laughs> the saddest, the saddest thing, I've ever heard. thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like a big a piece of uh, Gruyere. Uh, <laughs> okay, so now Jamie, what's All going right, on? Let's, uh, let's let's forget that and move on to some uh, some accomplishments. It was fun made. though. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. No, I had a great time. Best today. morning of my life. I Jamie wish got... I was better, but I was okay. I broke up my juicer this morning. Second time I ever got paid to do comedy. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't got paid yet. Well, I'll believe right, we'll it when I see it. That's true. We haven't gotten paid yet. Anyway, yesterday, I uh, the last blockbuster video in Los Angeles was closing down on La Brea, and it was also the last corporate video rental place in all of LA. Wow. And so corporate rental video place. <laughs> Why are there so many words together? <laughs> I don't you know, mean video... like not a red box. No, it just sounds funny. Yeah. You mean like a chain. Mm-hmm. There are some indie video There's stores. There's a couple of indie video stores. They're obsolete with everything being online now. Isn't it true? Even yeah, though there's probably people... stuff you can find in those stores that you true. can't find true. online. Or if you, you know, st- a lot of people are still very retro with like the VHS tapes. I have a VHS player that works. Do you use it? Yeah. Bullshit. True. It's very soothing. <laughs> True. Because there's no... Very soothing. No, because you can fall asleep to a VHS very easily because it doesn't go to that goddamn loud menu with the music oh. playing. Mm. Yeah, I don't, mm. I don't use it that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have stuff on VHS <laughs> yeah. that I old only tapes. have on VHS. I have yeah. old tapes of us doing our sketch shows yes. from oh, man. like 96. I just pictured you in a robe watching old Sketch show. I, like I smoke a pipe. I yeah. watch Eddie do his spotless topless character. Oh my god! What's that? We oh, <laughs> we did a sketch called Spotless Topless, and it was Eddie showing up to my apartment in a string bikini, <laughs> bottoms a only, bottoms only, and it was because Sean was wrote the, this. Sketch. He, he was there to clean. No, I didn't write it. It wrote, wrote itself. It. We wrote it together. <laughs> we did. Yeah, I thought you wrote it. No. And uh, and it was just that, you know, because you know these cleaning companies that have people come and clean in the nude? No. no. You don't yeah. know these cleaning companies? <laughs> Not familiar. That's a, that's a thing. That's Topless a, job? I don't yeah. have to pay for it. No, like. I don't know what a, that's supposed to be. It's like in the back of Screw Magazine or. Um, <laughs> by the way, you're losing them even more by talking about something that What's doesn't. What's a magazine? Yeah, it, magazines don't exist anymore. <laughs> I know, this is really true. Like VHS tapes, magazines. It was online magazines. It's the kind of thing that you get across the telegraph wire. <laughs> like when the milkman would come. Yeah, when the milkman and the iceman come by. It's like at the very back of a Western Union notification. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's what I use my VHS for is to just sit and reflect on all the work Cute. I've done over the years. Um, <laughs> sit and reminisce about things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're at Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. So there was a vigil being had, held there by video fans. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me because Blockbuster is a piece of they were all, shit. <laughs> they were all outside Blockbuster singing We Shall Not Overcome. <laughs> Blockbuster was the reason why they're out of business is because they're so terrible. Like they, they had just 
very, you know, they were only family movies. I, I remember it was just a shitty yeah, video. Yeah, those store. fucking assholes with their fucking <laughs> family movies. Porno section. Yeah, where's my porno? Right, there was no porno section. And I found the porno sections in video stores to be the most interesting. Like that back section. Oh, it's a great place to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> that back section where you have to kind of slide through the doors uh, very, very discreetly. And then you see like an old neighbor. Hey, Tom. Just, <laughs> just looking at big, big uh, boob guess... Nazis, and uh, Jesus. I, I just, I don't know. Big boob Nazis uh, seems like. A... Well, well, will, <laughs> you, will you help me undo the strap on my dress here, and then maybe we can make plans for a blitzkrieg? <laughs> you know, the Americans are involved now in the war. Okay, I think you are <laughs> sticking too closely to the plot. And not... <laughs> I'm not making enough sexy talk. <laughs> I'm just saying that with their entry into the war, we may only have so much time to schnitzenfitzel. You want to schnitzenfitzel? <laughs> Worst now porno you're speaking, ever. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Uh, In forward. a sense. <laughs> so, you're, so you're at a vigil. We missed the vigil. You're at a vigil. <laughs> Something that really matters. Wait, you missed the It's not vigil. like there's other shit going on in the world right now. But it was the end of an era, and some he people missed cared. The vigil. End of an era. Now, were you a Blockbuster fan? Because I don't know anybody <laughs> who was. Blockbuster fan. <laughs> you, <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the club. You were in the fan club. Yeah. Got a Card-carrying member. Mm-hmm. No, whatever. I mean, I kind of grew up with it, but... I definitely did. I went to the did video like store it? with my parents like every weekend. I loved it. But you it. were, I think for a little kid, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. But the indie video stores were so much better that that's why Block. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, the coffee man. shops, too. Hey, man, I'm looking for Jarmouche. Do you have strangers on a, cha- a train? But <laughs> or on Jap- a chain. Just, <laughs> I want strangers. On something. And you know the Rhymes actor in that, you know, the actor who played the sax in the Jarmusch film, Strangers on a Train, he was in a lot of productions that were even more darker and low budget. Do you have him? Um. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's what I always hated about Blockbuster. <laughs> answer. Here's what I always hated about Blockbuster <laughs> yeah. was that they would say hello to you when you walked in. They would. Those yes. pieces of shit. But it, but it was, <laughs> but it was so forced. Like they'd be like, "Welcome to Blockbuster." Welcome oh, to Blockbuster. You mean it didn't mean anything? No, of course not. Like yeah. I just want a moment of human connection. Mm. By the way, I also I get pissed at waiters who like like I had a waiter a waitress today who said to me in Hello. a very ins. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start that shit. <laughs> it's my favorite. In a very insincere way, is is everything all right? And she didn't mean it. <laughs> How do you know she didn't mean it? Because I because I said, oh, everything is great. And I meant it. You know, because I had a... No, uh, you know that you meant it, but how do you know she didn't mean because it? Because the look on her expression was, I have to say this by, the by law. You know, I have to say this <laughs> the by law. The look on her expression. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. The look on her face was just, it was just like a mechanical, you know, like the way the blockbuster people would say, good evening, sir. Like, like it was just a mechanical yeah. thing instead of a moment where she To goes, be fair, she might have been a robot. <laughs> They're taking our jobs. So what happened, Jamie? So I, we missed the vigil. Uh, How did you miss the vigil? Did you not get a flyer or an email or text? Well, candles? actually, on the way there, I rode my bike with a friend. We came across a store, a new a grand opening 
cookie shop. So that derailed us. <laughs> that actually happened. Mm. That derailed us. Were you the... a little high? Hello. Oh, maybe. Hello, Imakia Ghana. Imakianata. 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 So did you have some cookies? I had um, a cookie. And Were they coffee. good? Really good. <laughs> oh, boy. Really oh good. Kind. I had a cookie no, 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 and a coffee no, and then a blockbuster no, no. vigil. No, 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 Sean. What? What? Yeah, what? A chocolate with peanut, oh, chocolate peanut butter. Oh, my God. That sounds good. It was so So you get to the blockbuster. Let's get past the cookie shop. Okay. I get to the blockbuster. It's almost cleared out. And we decided, because they're about to close, let's be, I was with my friend Chris, let's make the last purchase in the history of... L.A. blockbusters and so you're video aiming stores. high. You're yes. gonna be in textbooks, <laughs> right? But there's actually there was a beat writer there, and um, I did my report <laughs> on, on the last man who bought the last thing at the last blockbuster in, in California. In LA. Oh, sorry, A plus Nazi A plus. big Nazi boobs was the movie that he bought. <laughs> it they was blockbuster. They shouldn't have been selling that at Blockbuster. But they were too busy saying hello to everybody who walked in to realize they weren't supposed to be selling it. The one thing I really loved about Blockbuster is they said hello to the very end. And as a matter of fact, one of the guys said, hello, I must be going, which was a Marx Brothers quote. And it was beautiful. What did you buy? So we picked out Bait Shop, which is a movie starring Bill Engvall. And See, Billy Bill. Ray Cyrus. So you were buying that ironically. ironically. Well, there, any purchase, this is going to be hilarious, dude. Uh-huh. If you looked at the other selections, nothing wasn't going to be somewhat ironic. But then people, <laughs> they started letting people walk in, so like it get, kept getting delayed, and it would be the most stereotypical. So you were waiting till everybody else was gone yes. to be the last person to buy something. Were yes. you high? We didn't establish this. I didn't get. He a clear did yes say he no. was high. I, he, he said, said maybe. maybe. The record states. He you said are. maybe, oh, which maybe in Jamie speak is yes. Right. Definitely. He was having a chocolate and peanut butter cookie. That's uh, why can we not go back to that? Vigil. Go ahead. Mm, it was so creamy. Stop yeah. it. I could use one. So Ooh, good first, like this autistic <laughs> man walked in and started, How did you know he was autistic? Look on his face? Expression on his look? The, the words out of his mouth. <laughs> look. Were, did you just say an autistic man walked in? <laughs> or like Are you fucking kidding me? No. Why why? I don't know. It's just so depressing, like Blockbuster and then... <laughs> what do you think was going to be uplifting? A vigil for Blockbuster and then an autistic man walks in. It's Ironically, like, he bought Rain Man. It's like a Raymond Carver... No, that was like a Rain Man character. It's like a Raymond Carver short story <laughs> that ends in a suicide or something. But first the autistic guy, and he starts talking to everyone, just stating facts about movies to no one that was listening in a very Rain man Oh, like fashion. Wapner, 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 like that kind yeah. of autism? Mm-hmm. Did you know that uh, Overboard with uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn sold 8,000 million copies? It was like I that. I love that 8, movie. 8,000 million <laughs> I couldn't think of a, of a number. A number, yeah. 800 million, 527,000, six It copies. had that vibe. It had that vibe to it. Hmm. So a guy comes in. He leaves. No, he's, well, he's there for a while. Then a woman in a wheelchair in her probably 50s. <laughs> you're, you're bullshitting By now. the way, this is at like La Brea and uh, Wilshire, which it's kind of a melting pot of a intersection. What does that mean? It's a melting pot of society and La Brea and Wilshire. In what sense? Yeah, you got a little from this area. <laughs> Jamie, what are you saying? Um, I think he's talking about different ethnicities. Yes. 
but he's trying to be delicate. But it makes but also it different. Like you have normal people and autistic people. That's a melting pot of sorts. I was scared that it was normal people and, and Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been bad. I got nervous. Uh, and then like, <laughs> the, like the stereotypical you got normal people. Guy. You got Mexicans. <laughs> LeBrayan Wilshire, for me, holds the distinction of I've auditioned right at that corner many times without ever having booked anything. <laughs> it's right by the museum, Yeah, but that's right? true of a number of corners that's in true. LA. That's it's true, but corner. that's a particular corner where I've auditioned for, like, movies and never got them. And, like, I mean, we're talking Santa Monica and Commodore <laughs> Sloat. Uh, Ivar. Ivar. Thank you, Eddie. That was really terrific. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. more than I ever get. And then driving home going, fuck, why didn't I fucking trust myself yeah why didn't i do this <laughs> so what happened jamie so we got autistic guy wheelchair, wheelchair lady um there's normal people not normal people <laughs> we got it sounds like Mexicans edward now it sounds like edward hopper it sounds like the Hawk edward, Hawk 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 Hawk. edward hopper painting uh, in a blockbuster <laughs> instead of a diner uh hasidic jewish family walked in are you sure this was not just an extras convention or like a fever dream <laughs> it might have been a fever dream what's a fever dream do you have a fever? A fever dream? You never had a fever dream? Delirious. They're very vivid, Dorothy lucid. Wizard of Oz. They're waking dreams. That was a fa- mm. fever dream. So go ahead. So blockbuster, vigil, <laughs> wheelchair, vigil. autism. <laughs> um, cookies. Cookies, coffee. Hasidic Jews. Hi. Um, older, nerdy men. And you're just waiting for these people to come in and out so that but, you well, can be the last. Are just, you going to just keep listing off people who came in or did something happen? I think I'm through everyone. And then just it was... Comedically, just they went through every single last video because they're all one dollar too. And like, of course, the lady in the wheelchair is complaining, asking if she's going to get it, if she can return it. And the guy was so mad, he's like, "We're closing the store forever. It's right. one dollar. Can you return this? <laughs> I don't have much buy? time left, and I could use the dollar to buy cat food. I'd also like at some point to return to me home country." <laughs> I've been lost in Wilshire and La Brea for a it's long a time. It's a melting So many normal people. I used to audition over here when I was a young girl, never booked. And now I'm in a wheelchair. Sorry. <laughs> you see this movie I'm returning? I was up. I was up for Woman in the Back. <laughs> That's a good role. So what happened, Jay? Yeah, how did it end? Just, so you're that, losing your shit. You and your friend. What were you doing this whole time? Were you like whispering to each other and going, oh, we got to wait. This is going to well, be Well, my so friend funny. was, he brought his camera so he could document the entire thing. Ugh. Are you going to make it into a video? The I, closing I, of Blockbuster. And I um, just hung out, made small talk with people. You did? Yeah. Hey, is Like it, what? Give me an example. <laughs> hey, did no, you know no, there's no. a new cookie shop? Come on. What did you say? Block- Who did you talk to and what did you say? I asked the the woman that worked at the counter for a pen, and I flipped that. It's not really in small talk. Um, I talked about what their plans were. They're bringing El Pollo Loco in for the staff. El- their- oh, that's nice oh, for the staff. <laughs> that was their immediate plans. Which we were there long enough. How did to that see come it. up? You said to them, "What are you guys doing after this? How are you going to celebrate?" Yeah. Isn't Blockbuster owned or was owned by a right wing reactionary guy? And like all these chains are, like Wayne Heisinger, who used to own the Florida Marlins. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-mm. I have not delved into 
the corporate shells of who owns what and what their politics I are. I think they were just a right-wing, very right I know Domino's was owned by a guy who was mm. very right-wing and very right. anti-abortion. Taco Bell is a right-wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Starbucks these- <laughs> left-wing. Mm. They try to come off as left-wing, but they're... Pete's Coffee, very centrist. Mm. Very no centrist. wings. <laughs> no wings. Atomic wings. Mm. <laughs> right wing, right wing and left, left wing. And right. It's got all the left wings. And right wing. It's got all the wings at atomic wings. So what happened, Jamie? Are, are, is so, there any? So then we... Uh, What'd you do with the pen? We all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best ending. Oh, my And then God. my first orgy. <laughs> In blockbuster. So what happened? So we took some pictures with them, with the staff. And what made you go to this? <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, what made you? You go knew to- ahead of time because your friend brought his camera. No, so. because there's so much that goes on in LA. It's a big, vibrant city. Yet you're going 400 to a, square miles. You're going to a blockbuster closing. <laughs> <laughs> it is right, really you got weird. LACMA. I saw my friend. Well, I'll check in with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was just an invite on Facebook, and I was like, oh, that sounds good. It was a Facebook invite. <laughs> Come joint. Pay <clears throat> <laughs> your respects. <laughs> oh my God! You Come had a meltdown me mid sentence. Me and Steve. What happened there? You choked on your own I, phlegm. I'm not doing good. <laughs> Come join me and Steve for the blockbuster closing tonight. We live in the area. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Everything's who created a dollar. The invitation. Everything's a dollar. There's know. an autistic man who drops by, <laughs> and usually a woman in a wheelchair. Also, the area is very much a melting pot. So be careful. <laughs> Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? A lot of cock, a lot of pussy. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Didn't quite catch the last part. So what happened? <laughs> so, like, imagine if a Facebook invite ended with that. Holy shit, I thought this was a family thing. I was going to share this, but no. I'm not, not sharing I this. better not. I'll get in trouble. And then we, we waited until everyone was gone. And then we got, see now we you're got, doing it on purpose. I, now I realize now that, you're being I hit that a point boring like, jerk on purpose. So just tell mm-hmm, the story. Mm-hmm. Jamie can't get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get away with anything with Sean. Like it's like that's too even, much energy. Sean won't, won't even let him wiggle out. Never. That's uh, hundred and some. But you just you, I, I could tell that you because were just starting to go like. And then here's a boring ending. To uh, well, because I realized that like it, here's the ending of the story. Mm-hmm. So we waited till everyone was gone. All these mm-hmm. people that I mentioned, mm-hmm. the wheelchair lady, they bought their stuff, and then I went up, and we bought the last video. Wow! And you what did was the video, bait, bait shop. Oh right, bait shop. Mm. And is then, that the movie John Candy died uh, uh, filming it? No. What was the movie Candy died? Not bait shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was called Not Bait Shop, which was a sequel. It was called Hook Line and Sinker Shop. <laughs> So, um, and then when we went, was there any, drinks. was there any kudos to you from the staff or did you get any kind of like a, a, like a balloon? Oh, yeah. or, you know, a big check, maybe nothing. Just that knowledge, a bunch of money, sir. Oh. Look, we've seen you hanging around for the last 45 minutes. Please just buy something and leave. We're waiting to close. Sir, we're trying to close down the whole franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Jamie doing voices to the blockbuster. Yeah. I know you. I was wondering if I could buy a bait shop. Oh, sir, please. We've heard the podcast. <laughs> so you bought it, then what? You guys go home and watch it? We haven't watched it yet. We went to a bar and had some drinks. 
That sounds fun. Amber, <laughs> what's been going on with you? I've been dog sitting all weekend. Oh, oh I have. I love doggies, as oh, you know. Oh my god, Eddie! Yeah, it was the best weekend of my life. <laughs> Who's the dog? I feel bad for Jamie. <laughs> well, actually, Sean has a dog in his life. Jamie, you don't have a dog in your Not life. Not anymore. They're, I, they're amazing. They're amazing. I uh, Tess Barker's dog. She was up in Portland for Bridgetown, right. and so she's like, "Will you watch my dog?" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> she said, "Wash my dog or watch my dog." What the hell are you doing watching my dog? I just said wash him. I said wash him and let him free. (laughs) Take your eyes off my dog. (laughs) Wash him and let him roam around. Wash him without looking. Um, But uh, he came over and like... Oh man! What kind Everything of dog? I'm going to say, Sean dog? is going to make fun of me so hard. That's all right. I have no idea. It's white and it looks like a muppet and it's so cute. Small? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have That's a small dog. <laughs> uh, but I like, know. I was, I wasn't Check in the greatest laughing. mood. Like, it turned I my know that mood feeling. around. Oh. And not uh, only that, it gets you walking. Like you have to leave the no, house. It, 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 everything I'm going to say is so sad. But yeah, it gave me Welcome a purpose. Welcome back to the, the sedentary dog owner. <laughs> I used to be someone who just wandered into blockbusters during <laughs> vigil closings in a wheelchair. And now that I have a dog, I'm walking. I thought my spine was injured for good. But it turns out when you I get a dog. I just to move my legs. You just, <laughs> you just have to get up and walk the damn thing. Um, also, someday I hope to return to me home country. <laughs> so what happened? Amber? But yeah, uh, I... I got him Thursday night. I had to work on Friday, and I was just so anxious to go home and be with him. And uh, I sort of spent the weekend just being like a weird, like housewife taking care of a dog, which was unnecessary. It was just. <laughs> oh, like I just excuse. love how housewife <laughs> is so appalling to you. Well, it's not normally an ambition of mine. Uh, <laughs> what else did he clean? Dishes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I was doing dishes and laundry and like hugging the dog and Aww. taking him for walks and making sure he was fed. And uh, you didn't like that? I loved it. Yeah, I, see. I loved it. He was so sweet and so funny. And uh, he was so funny. <laughs> hey, listen to this. This is uh, early Jonathan Winners. Most people listen Too to soon. the older Too stuff. Soon. <laughs> uh, he would follow me around. Hey, Amber, what do you say we go down to the Blockbuster and rent Bait Shop? <laughs> it's a hilarious movie with Bill Engvall. One of my favorite comics. True story, Tess just picked him up this afternoon. I wasn't at work because mm. I did something Get this out morning. Of here. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as soon as she picked him up, I was sad. And I'm like embarrassed that that's how I felt, but I was like. I already miss him. Oh, what's the name of the doggy? Uh, Gatsby. Oh, but I called Gatsby. him Bubba. You know, Great Gatsby is playing in 3D here in L.A. You may want to see it. Yeah, it's he's real excited. Uh, <laughs> hey, this isn't about me. <laughs> hey, this is about the goddamn upper classes on Long Island. I thought it was going to be about doggies. <laughs> Named Gatsby like myself. But yeah, I need to get a dog because... There are, there are a lot of work, though, and you yeah, work during the I day. Know, are know. you moving in with Wheatenhofer? No, oh. I am not. All right. Not yeah, thanks soon. for bringing that up. Yeah, sorry about that one. <laughs> that was the closest you ever got. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Folks, this is the most <laughs> awkward conversation <laughs> in the history I didn't of know, podcast. <laughs> Six months ago. <laughs> that long ago? It's been a while. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's say it on the podcast officially. Yeah, Hoddle wow. Ditter we is dead. Up. No, yes. he's fine. He's, he's dead to me. No, he's great. <laughs> he, we're just no longer in a relationship. I don't care for him anymore. You never Can I really say something him. to him? <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I love you, Jeff. I love, love you, you too, Jeff. <laughs> Please keep booking me for holy fuck. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't care for him anymore. Um, <laughs> me neither. He's great. Whatever. He's great. He's got floppy hair. All right, Eddie, <laughs> what's going on with you? Well, uh, this Saturday, this past uh, weekend, I saw a play, and it was exciting. Do you remember Mike Benzavinga from New York? Mm-hmm. Um, he, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you really gave me a lot there. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Well, he Mike, directed me in a movie once. Hello. Hmm. Which movie? Happy Hour. Oh shit! Well, Mike Bait wrote shot. a play. Mike wrote a play. <laughs> yes, directed by Gary Marshall. Directed by the famous Gary Marshall, um, called Billy and Ray, which is about Billy Wilder and Raymond Chandler writing the writing Double Indemnity and how they their relationship, what it was like when they were writing the movie. Chandler was this alcoholic who was sneaking booze during the writing sessions. Wilder's a womanizing guy. Chandler was like, my wife, my wife, my wife. But it was this great play, playing at the Falcon Theater, directed by Gary Marshall. And I was so happy for Mike. I was so happy for Mike because it's a huge thing. It was, it's been sold out. He got me and Karen tickets. Hey, baby. Hello, darling. How was the play? It was really good. It was really good. It was really well Yeah, written. he wrote a movie and directed a movie called Happy Hour. I forgot about with that. Eric Stoltz and Anthony LaPaglia. <gasps> Anthony we La- were La- just La- talking about Eric And you Stoltz. played the doorman. I was the doorman at the Algonquin Hotel, and I had to hold the door open for Robert Vaughn and a couple of the old writers from the New York Post. That was a big part Post. for you. That was like a cool part. You got it was to... huge. I had, I think I almost had three lines. <laughs> Good evening, sir. No, Sean, could you just <laughs> kind of throw that away? Instead yeah. of, don't hit yeah, it oh, so yeah, hard. Have, that's one I have on VHS. I don't have it on DVD. <laughs> I and I watch that this. once a week. I watch that once Just my a week. scene. <laughs> With like a, red wine. I have a line where I go, would you like me to call you a cab, sir? And Anthony Paglia, no, and Anthony, Anthony Paglia goes, no, I'm going to call you a cab. You're a cab, a big fucking yellow cab. Did he really say that? Yeah, yeah, that did you? The, how did you react? I think they cut away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I remember most about that movie is that at the table read, I read all the stage directions. Oh wow! And Anthony Paglia made it incredibly difficult for me. To read the stage directions. Was he always jumping your lines? He was either jumping or not jumping. In other words, he would skip some of them, and then we'd get to one, and I'd be like, is he going to skip this one? Is he going to go on to his thing? And he's the big star. And they'd right. be like, and then, <clears throat> and then, yeah, and then there'd be like a beat, and I'd be like, okay, I guess I'm reading this one. Like, it was Oh, that's the worst. such a By the way, move. I find table reads to be fraught with that kind of shit. <laughs> and I, and, and no, <laughs> that sounds pretentious. I find table well, reads. anything you find fraught with anything... Finding anything fraud is always going to sound That would be a funny podcast, by the way, that just specialized in table reads. Welcome to Table Reads. Today we're going to be discussing the table read of Transylvania Hotel written by Bob Smigel. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, I was on. I was on that table read. I love how you get... 
how, how you get to self-promote no, while it sounds like but, you're discussing but no, but something check this out. that came up organically. No, but, okay, it sounds like what if, we self- did a, what if we did a podcast about table reads about a show called the Transylvania Hotel? Oh, which I was on, by the way. I know, I know. But what's funny about that is that I got called to do that table read. Keep it down. <laughs> 9 a.m. I had to drive to the – check this out – to the oh. Sony lot at 9 a.m. No money, no money, no money. And, and, and Smigel says, here, do this part and this part, little parts. And when I went to do them, somebody else did them. And I didn't have one line. I went – I drove through horrific fucking traffic. How many freeways? I think it was three freeways. <laughs> It was the one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life, and I didn't get put in the movie. Like it, it just sucked. Well, you know? I I read Andy Daly has a show coming out on Comedy Central, and I did the mm-hmm. table read for that show. I read all eight episodes. I did the stage directions. I did parts in each. Did of you them get paid? Because I had one part in one of them. I did not get paid. I had one part in like episode nine, so I read all of them. I was there for about five hours. And at the end of the whole table read, they cut my part from the script. So I was not even in it anymore. <laughs> I, I, I find this business to be brutal and... and Nasty, rude. selfish, and short. Yes. <laughs> kind of Something cool. like that. But anyway, I was very happy for Mike yeah. that he wrote a play called Billy and Ray. It got extended. It's playing at the Falcon Theater, which is a cool theater in the Valley. And it was so great to, say, to see him. And uh, Gary Marshall was sweet. Uh, he's he's like in this powder. You tasted him. <laughs> he's just he's hey. Hey, he's like making jokes. Hey, yeah, everybody. We were like, oh, let's get a picture, and we got a picture with. Gary did he Marshall. create Happy Days? Yes, he did. Okay, but what I'm really excited about is that. By the he, way, I saw uh, Henry Winkler recently. <laughs> That'd be so weird. I came back now. Yes. What, what was he like? Because I hear sweet. he's really Very nice. nice. <laughs> Very nice. So what happened with Gary Marshall? Um, and he, he, what me and Karen have been, hey, hello, darling. we've been watching odd couple and I, that's my favorite sitcom ever. Um, Tony Randall, Jack Klugman, favorite sitcom ever. So I was like, I was they're like, a mismatched. Pair. I was like, Gary, th- that was the only thing I wanted to talk about with him was Gary, me, me and my Gary, wife. Gary, Shh, Gary, we're watching the odd couple. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it was like. <laughs> like that's what it was like talking to him. By the way, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody likes to take pictures with me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's at that point where he just kind of he kind of walks around from growls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess this powder blue sweater says it all. I'm 80 years old. <laughs> anyway, that's what I did this weekend. It was really nice to um, hang out at Billy and Ray, and that's about it. I think the ending of that was really strong. Oh. <laughs> Isn't tapering our... (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So we will do that. And we'll be back in a moment with a very special request. (laughs) Guest. I'm excited about this guest. I'm excited about the request. Okay. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. I'm Ryan Stout. You're listening to the Long Shot Podcast, where we complain about everything and everything. Enjoy. We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. Our guest is here, our very special guest today, the amazing Aaron Foley. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Round table. Thank you for being here. Algonquin. The Knights of the Round. You came here almost directly from, from the airport. Correct? Yes, sort of. Dra- LAX yes. or Burbank? Uh, Burbank. Good I for you. I paid $400 to $500 to fly out of Burbank. Fuck yeah. All my money's in flights out of Burbank. 
So worth it. Yes. A small, by the way, those of you who don't know, Burbank Airport in L.A., small, intimate, easy going. So easy. They let you just go through the security with whatever you have. You go through the security. <laughs> no, it's just a metal plate in my head. That's why it went off or whatever you want to say. Yes. I had a couple dead animals, a couple assault rifles. They're like, go ahead. Go brought, right ahead, I, I brought a snow globe through at uh, – <laughs> Where? At Burbank, they yeah. let me. But LAX is a nightmare. It's like leaving Saigon. It's like, oh, it's, please let me is. go. I mean, we fly like I fly every other week, and yeah. and LA is such a fantastic city. We're, I think, honest to God, it's the worst airport I think I've ever I been. I think in. it was. Oh, I'm not thinking of being dra- Have you been dramatic. To Miami? Why? What's up I with actually, Miami? I, th- I maybe. I, I just love the city. <laughs> <laughs> a lot just of Cuban influences. A lot of Cuban food. <laughs> Packing stuff in my cheeks. <laughs> Uh, I think I've flown into there maybe once or something. So is that particularly bad? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we wanted. Speaking of being terrible, we wanted to talk tonight <laughs> about about fine dining. So let's start ooh, with. La. Let's start with Amber. Oh no, I shouldn't have said ooh la. Ah. <laughs> I know that was like you attracted I know, attention. I you know. know. I should have. The spotlight was sweeping around, and then all of a sudden I saw <laughs> I have movement. I to put my hands yeah. down real quick. Uh, fine dining. I. My, Why did we say fine dining, by the way? Because Eddie said it. Okay. And I wanted... I was better than the other suggestion, which was I buttons. I wanted for once to I not have buttons. <laughs> so or for real? Yes. You're deciding between buttons. How are you guys still on the air? Yeah. That's a good point. That is such a good it's question. It's a very, very... Last episode was gum disease. <laughs> Nose hair in two weeks. <laughs> he was like, if we could do buttons or snaps... <laughs> And then, and then I said tapering, but tapering. The concept yeah. of tapering. Easy. <laughs> I think the word tapering went out in like 86. I don't think, I don't think well, it What replaced it? What replaced Cinching. tapering? What? Cinching. Tapering is just fraught with a variety of meanings, you know? Oh, cinching. Uh, so tell us talk. about fine dining, Amber. Well, uh, my parents are like foodies. I think I've talked about foodies? that. Foodies? Yeah, like. That's... Groovy. They're groovy foodies. <laughs> Hey, baby. Amber, Amber grew up in a commune. No way. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm so interested. That is interesting. Um, I think so, too, because I grew up in a very staid, uptight, lower middle class household. So when I hear commune, I'm all ears. Yes. Hey, man. Want to go out? Want to go out tonight for some oysters, Rockefeller? Oh, man. Rockefeller is such a prick. <laughs> Yeah, man, but the the oysters are amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but my dad was a chef at one point before I was born and before he lived in the commune. So he has like a, an appreciation for good food, which was instilled in me at a young age, even though we didn't have a lot of money. So when we did go out, it wasn't I hear like... You, sister. <laughs> so it was like a big night out yeah. outside the commune? <laughs> yes. Outside the walls. Everybody... <laughs> Get in the wagon. Yeah. Get in the VW wagon. <laughs> no, no, we're not burning incense in here tonight. The Let's lead just... horse is sick. We're going to have to stay in tonight. Put on your nice tie dye. <laughs> we're going. You beat did me you, to did it. I get you? Yeah. Did I beat you, you beat to, me to it. But, like, uh, my parents, 
it was I have a weird upbringing because it was a commune and we had no money, but they were still somehow snobby. Like <laughs> that I love that, that everybody still, still maintains snobby. their sense of like, superiority, like yeah. no like, matter where they are. She yeah. would not set foot in a Wiener Schnitzel. Like stuff like that was just oh, that's not, well, wow. that doesn't seem snobby to me. That just seems You're, like common sense. Like Dolores yes. doesn't want to go to the Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Easy with the high bar. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Um, By the way, I think that was like Sean said, just a very right, right. good move. That was that was just like off the top of my head, but because <laughs> like the town I grew up in, people ate like that, and my mom would like look down. Darling, would you care yeah. to accompany me to the Wiener Schnitzel tonight? They have a cheese dog stuffed with absolute shit. <laughs> I believe you got your Wiener in my Schnitzel. No, I think Yo. you got your schnitzel in my wiener. Oh, wow. Wiener schnitzel. I'll stop That's it. rich. <laughs> uh, so as a little kid, we'd go to these restaurants and I Fancy never. Fancy restaurants. Yeah, I never ordered off the kid's menu. Like I always had a appetite, an adult. Chicken piccata, please. <laughs> Basically, like um, I remember four. the first time I met my uncle, I was probably five or six, and we were in I San Francisco. I don't kid, I'm your uncle. Sorry, I haven't been around for five years. <laughs> come come on, get in my car, let's go. Get I've been in, in Miami. Uh, I've been in Miami trying you to like get through kittens? security. You like free kittens? Uh, <laughs> you like the word redundant? <laughs> <laughs> you like tapering, kid? <laughs> Buttons or snaps? <laughs> Look at this. I pulled a button from behind your ear. No, it's a snap. <laughs> you beat me to it. Um, so your uncle? So we were, I think, at San Francisco in like... Um, San Francisco, great fine dining restaurant. Yeah, there. and we were having Italian food. Great fine dining restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Italian food? Put together more yeah. adjectives and vowels. Fancy, great, fine. San Francisco, <laughs> good, great, fancy, fine dining great. restaurants, food every places, corner. wiener schnitzel. Oddly enough, every Japanese. other corner commune. <laughs> it's true. Um, so I'm five, and I'm like, oh, I would like the whatever it was, but could I have it with angel hair pasta? And my whole family was like, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> Uh, yeah, angel hair. Like I was, I was. Margaret, where did she fucking learn angel hair? <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, we never have angel hair pasta at home. I know. How does she know about angel hair pasta? I have no idea. Is, is Has she... she been reading cookbooks? <laughs> Has she been watching other food on TV? I told you not to introduce it to that thin a noodle until she's over eight years old. <laughs> Let us stick with regular rotinelli. You okay, Al? <laughs> Rotinelli doesn't exist. <laughs> it does now. Look at this. It's a new type of noodle. My God, you invented a noodle. I named it after Bob Rotinelli. <laughs> I shouldn't have gave you that play The skinniest mold. guy I know. He has six spaghetti. He has seven linguine. You mm-hmm. eight angel hair. Kids try to grow up so fast. <laughs> I, I went out for uh, a meal with my grandma and my parents, and uh, it was like seafood. It was by the beach. And mm, I love the beach fine dining experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the ocean. The setting Tell sun. me, yeah. The ocean, right? Suntan Sand. lotion. Sand in the food. Sand in the food. Sand in your lobster roll. The the distant foghorn. <laughs> <laughs> the pirates. <laughs> Sir, if you look to the right, the sun is just setting. The sun is just setting, and you'll notice your soup is here. I'm... <laughs> 
I'm your ominous waiter, Igor. I used to work in a castle in Transylvania. But I got deported to the United States. <laughs> now I work be... here at this Bob's Seafood Shack. You seem to be a jolly Transylvania waiter. I killed Bob. <laughs> so what happened? So, you're at yeah. this... so my grandma's like, you, you, Amber, you can order anything you want. It is on me. And I opened up the menu. And... It'd be funny if you had to pay for this shit. <laughs> it's... You're going to, Amber, you can have anything you want. Whatever you can afford. I know you're only five. You're only five, Did but you you're going to have to. you bring your piggy bank? Yeah. Um, can I get a hamburger? But can I get it with the angel hair pasta? <laughs> what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> She's crazy. Put uh, it on the underhills. <laughs> I was like, I will have the Australian rock lobster. Did you really say that? <laughs> yes. And it said, like, market price. My mom kicked me from under the table and was like, <gasps> she she'll did? have the shrimp platter for kids. But I never, I, I was always trying to order something. You had an exquisite uh, palate. I've got, I've got expensive time. taste. Yeah. yeah. Now I love a good grilled cheese. Yeah. Oh. I went, I went to a grilled there. cheese festival. I've been to that in the past. I went there Sunday. I could have checked in with that. Which one? Better. Does LA have one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. Was it good? Yeah. Some good grilled cheese. I had uh, <laughs> one with a uh, Tabasco butter Oof. and jalapenos. Oof. Wow. Yeah, dude. But back to fine dining. Jamie Flam, everybody! <laughs> Jamie Flam! Uh, so, you, so you got kicked under the table, and that mm. was sort of the end of that. Yeah, so I had shrimp. Do you go oh, to fine dining restaurants on a regular basis? Only with my boss. My boss is a rich guy. He's a rich guy, huh? Mm-hmm. I and love to be taken. So you go there for lunch? Occasionally. He's like, do I you want to go to lunch? To and we'll be in Beverly Hills at the Grill. You guys know the Grill? No. At, in Beverly Hills? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Two blocks grade. down from the Wienish. That's all. It's on Beverly Hills The Beverly Hills Wienish Schnitzel. Not how do they, how do they cook things there? <laughs> but it's insane going out with him for food because I just see the menu and I get stressed out at the prices that are listed. Yes, for sure. He and doesn't black them out. <laughs> Usually that's good taste. No, well, the really not, fine restaurants, am I right? The really yes. fine restaurants don't have prices. Have, have you heard about that? That the Oof. really fine, they're so fine. <laughs> that's not, no, that's not fine restaurants. Those like are, they those even are restaurants say, that are ripping you off. No, they even say. Uh, that'll be $90, sir. <laughs> For real, wait, wait, didn't say that on the menu. Is this pay what you want? Or <laughs> I don't understand. It's just suggested donations <laughs> for the for the food. So we suggest for that for that plate one hundred ninety five dollars. But it's up to you. I've got sixty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah. Let me get the Australian rock lobster with the angel hair pasta. <laughs> that sounds good. And could you pair it with an Australian Shiraz or something Australian that has the word AZ in it? Jamie? The hmm. word AZ? I mean the letters AZ. <laughs> Not the rapper AGZ. Do you know rapper AZ? <laughs> I think Eddie just had a stroke. <laughs> the rapper JAZ. Oh. Oh, Jay-Z. There's oh, a rapper Jay-Z. named AZ. AZJ. <laughs> I was like, did Jay-Z already have a Dementia son? is going to be so easy for me, by the way. A lot of people take years Smooth to get into transition. dementia. I'm going to go you're right jumping, into it. You're jumping into dementia. Well, you're not waiting for dementia to come to you. I'm going into see you, dementia. dementia. Jump into dementia. So, so speaking of getting right into it, tell us about fine dining for you. Moi? 
Well, <laughs> he's in immediately he launches response. into French. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, you know, as a family, the Pepitones never went to fine dining establishments. We were too unhappy. And <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, you cannot, like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the more unhappy you are, the more it stands out. Like, it, I've waited tables many years, and my fine dining story was going to be me waiting tables in a fine dining restaurant. But it's not that anymore? <laughs> well, I just wanted to include my family in it, is that the more unhappy you are as a family, the more you stick out in a higher-end restaurant. Like, you could blend in in a Denny's because everyone is miserable, miserable or unruly. Like, the focus, is in, in, the focus isn't on the you. Food. But in a fine <laughs> dining restaurant, there's, there's space and you're, you're noticed. Like, when you walk into a fine dining restaurant, it's like walking down a catwalk, like a runway. I don't know what it's called, a runway or a catwalk. You got it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, here comes. Oh, look at an aisle. And everybody, <laughs> an aisle is very a well causeway. put. Causeway. <laughs> and everybody looks at you when you come into a fine dining. It's like, oh, who's this family? Oh, my God, they look, they look unhappy. unhappy. <laughs> what the hell is Does going on? Does anyone look this like is, they're having a good time at a fine dining food. restaurant? Right. Everyone just, you just, just. Everyone's it's like just worried about doing something wrong. Yes, and stress. Waiter, Maybe it's just waiter, me. could you put a screen up between <laughs> our table and those people? Why? Why, madame? Unhappy. Why, madame? Why, madame? They look. They look. <laughs> no, I, I know what "why" means. <laughs> no, I, I had misspoke. English, English is my. I should have asked language. you in French. Yes. <laughs> you don't need to lapse into French to make things easier. It for me isn't to understand. so much a lapse, but my first language. <laughs> I would like you Master to put a screen up between us because... You're changing? Are you changing? I, I'm going to change into my dessert clothing. <laughs> Good idea, madame. I, I hate when I forget the dessert clothing. Last time oh. you got the fudge all over you. Yes. <laughs> where are, where are you from again? to my 97 Corolla and get my dessert clothing. Such, it's so annoying. Harry, bring out my dessert clothing. Pourquoi? Like if we, <laughs> Harry, don't try to speak French. Pourquoi? That's all you know, Harry, and it's embarrassing. Just the dessert clothing, the smock with the creme brulee on it. <laughs> no need to fancy. watch it in between fine dining. Fine Harry, dinner. what the hell is creme fresh? It's all over my face. Pourquoi? <laughs> Harry, stop it. I didn't marry you for your French. I married you for your income as a plumber's assistant. Hey, that's pretty sexy, Harry. Um, so you worked at restaurants. So like, was it the kind of place that you get sorbet between, like, meals? Cleansing of the yeah. palate. Um, no. What is that called? That's called cleansing. a I mean, uh, sor- sh- sorbet. We used to. We were from Brooklyn, so we called it sherbet. sorbet. Called? How about sherbet? sherbet. Hey, sherbet. I, well, the name is Herbert. No, 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 no. Sherbet. I want. I want to order sherbet. Something? Does it have a name? I think it is. It's, just a, palate it's not a palate cleanser. It's just a palate what do you call <laughs> sorbet? <laughs> so, wait, wait. Jay Sorbet. <laughs> sorbet. AZJ. Amos Bush. But what's Amos hilarious. Amos Bush. So bu- Amos Bush. For <laughs> uh, the table. <laughs> I don't know anything about cooking, but I think I try to say. Top Chef. Amos Bush from Top Chef every time I eat at like a burger joint. I'm like, is that an Amos Bush? What is that? A veggie burger? Uh, It's like the little small plate before. 
The amuse bouche is the delight for the mouth. Fermer yeah. la bouche ah. means shut the mouth. Amuse bouche means amuse bouche means entertain stick it in. the mouth. <laughs> entertain the mouth. It's like a bite-sized thing, right? Yeah, it's yes. like chef. So anytime I have like like a Ritz cracker, yes, I say very bite-sized. Bite <laughs> you look at it and you go, "My mouth will be amused." <laughs> but also, though, what are they doing wrong the rest of the meal? If that's the only amusing part. I mean, what's the deal with that? Okay. <laughs> I'll go. It's like we I got a plate of ice cream in between my entrees. <laughs> so, did you ever work at a restaurant that was a yes, fine dining establishment? Yes, that's what I was going to get to. Is that I waited tables for so long in New York that I finally got enough connections to get a job in expensive restaurants and fine dining restaurants, and I was not equipped to work in these. For one. I was so uninterested. You in were being... not equipped to work in a fine dining restaurant. No, because I, first of all, I'm a I mess. I find this hard to. Believe. I'm a mess. I'm such a. What word am I looking for? A mess. A mess. I am <laughs> such a mess as far as physically, physical appearance. I would have like your shirt was supposed to be pressed. Mm. Every day, like you had to come in clothes that Ugh. were pressed every day, and I would come in clothes that had like you know chocolate stains and. Just I remember various- once I had a white shirt, and somebody, Jen Kirkman, actually spilled an entire glass of red wine on my shirt. <laughs> spilled or threw? <clears throat> it, <laughs> there may have been words between us. She may have been upset. <laughs> ah, Jen. But anyway, it ruined the shirt. And I was like, this shirt is ruined. And Eddie was like, no, I can use that for work. <laughs> Did I really say that? Yes. yes. Oh my I God. was the worst as far as appearance. And they make <laughs> was you. Was this in New York? Yeah. They make you study food and wine. And I had no interest. And I regions had, of the world. Oh, I remember just having like, to do that. I'd be like, like, I'm not going to study the And I look back <laughs> on it and realize how horrible employee, employee I was. But at the time, I thought. Come on. I felt fine. so put upon. I felt so put upon. I was an actor. I was a comedian. Come on. You want me to know the menu? I was like, <laughs> what? It was like, what What goes with salmon, a pinot, a, an Alsace, pinot grigio, or a Gewurztraminer? Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. You, you know should what? know. It's Gewurztraminer. <laughs> on you, buddy. I'll just never. Is it Gewurztraminer, or you did could, you never it, figure it out? It was a Gewurztraminer, which is a, uh, it's a spicy, nutmeggy. Sure. German. Isn't it sweet? It's a sweet a little, wine. A little bit. Yeah, you are a bit of a foodie. If you know Ge- <laughs> what? If you know Gewurztraminer is a little bit of a sweet wine. It's, it is delicious. You know, you know it too. I do just because my one of my best friend's husband is German, and that's what they use as like their table wine, like their throwaway wine. Meanwhile, I'm like also oh. the table wine <laughs> in <laughs> Big Boob Nazis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Craft services on the Get me more of the Gewürztraminer. Help me with these traps. And let's make a plan for the Blitzkrieg. Fast forward. But I was the worst waiter. Mother, and mother, mother. I can't believe I movie didn't do better. <laughs> it didn't have a good marketing campaign. Horrible. They, they were handing out cassettes with promos. <laughs> but one time, one night at a very nice oh, French restaurant, I got high. Before the shift, I was smoking a lot of pot. Makes everything pot. better. I was smoking a lot of pot back then. I got high, but I, it was, I got high and paranoid. And I approached this table. They ordered a bottle of wine. I came back. I opened the bottle. I tried to open the bottle of wine, and I broke the cork. 
And I said, okay, I'll be right back. And each time I went to the table, I broke the cork three times. <laughs> I had to get three, four different bottles of wine. I got fired that night. <laughs> I got fired that night. All my tables were walking out because I, my confidence went. It was like bombing as a comedian. Like my yeah. confidence went in the you gutter. Yeah. People would order wine and I go, I can't open it. Like I would start to say that. No, you you, I cannot. I'm sorry, sir. I'll bring someone back to the table. I can open. And as a matter of fact, after I I've opened, totally done that. Before. After I opened the third bottle of wine in front of this guy, the, the, the head of the the table, the, the guy who brought his family, he said, "I want another waiter." Like after oh. I did the third bottle, where were you? What you broke the in third bottle? I broke remember? the third bottle, oh. and he goes, "He, you know, they had, they were just yeah. nervous. Yeah. It was like something freaky with this fella. <laughs> Give me like, another waiter." It was like the Nuremberg trials, like. <laughs> It was very similar it's to the Nuremberg the trials. Oh my god! It was just. It, it was like. You know, have you seen the Nuremberg trials? It is always. Just, like the Kurt just, Russell, just Goldie Hawn. Oh no, that was overboard. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of something totally different. Get but, me another defendant. <laughs> that was about unrequited love, right? On the high seas. But that was nope. my. That was my. <laughs> on the high seas, I never heard it put that way. But I think you're right. But that was Certainly my nadir. That was my nadir as a. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the opposite of your apex? Yes. Vortex. I think vortex. Vortex. Ooh, that's worse than nadir. Nadir. Nascent. Does somebody have palpable. a word day calendar? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, your, your waiting jobs are fraught with nadirs. Fraught. <laughs> when I'm but- applying for a job, I'm like, will there be nadirs? And then I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Will there be Nadir's? I'm not going to lie to you, Miss Foley. And by the way, I think Ralph Nadir is a great consumer advocate. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Foley, we do serve Nadir. <laughs> I'm out. Mm-hmm. Plenty of other restaurants in New York. We don't call, <laughs> we don't call it Nadir. We call it Nevenison. <laughs> <laughs> but I was such a bad waiter in this fine dining restaurant. And people would ask me, uh, what one It was a fine think? dining restaurant? Yeah. Yes, that's why I'm bringing it up. They would ask me, what... Uh, Eddie, do you think you're qualified to work here at this fine dining restaurant? <laughs> Why do you keep saying fine dining? I, it's just a. Re- <laughs> no. Eddie, are you going to cough on the customers like that? No, I'm not, sir. I, I just saw the movie Contagion, and it's Contagion. just something that's on my mind. <laughs> Look, it's a fine dining restaurant because we have fine dining in this restaurant. You're actually right. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We would have nights where there were wine pairings, and I, I I would have no idea what the wines were. And people would ask me, and I would I was so entitled a person. Like I thought waiting was so beneath me. But what's funny is that now when I go out to eat and it's a decent restaurant, and the waiter doesn't know their stuff, I'm like pissed off about it. Which totally. is which is like I'm like, why are you here? Like in my head, I'm going, why why are you here? You don't. It's know like when anything. somebody quits smoking, and all of a sudden they're angry at people who smoke. Yes, yes. Did you have to use a decrummer on the table? Yes, and I hated oh, I that. I love a table getting decrumbed. That's oh, one of my favorite well, I felt other, embarrassed. Oh, it's the one did you, time I had did you this job. Tables? Oh, yeah. That's my oh, – when it comes to the story. But I had this one moment with this guy where he brought me aside. It was new management. I lasted like five days after that. But he brought me aside. He goes, uh, Aaron, are you familiar with this? And out of his suit jacket, he pulls out a decrummer. And I go, <sighs> well, no. What is that? You know, just to be like a total a-hole. And he goes, Aaron, it's a decrummer. I go, well, what is that? <laughs> and he goes, Aaron, and I was like, you're blowing my mind. Aaron, you're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> and he goes, you and then he were. showed me how to decrum a table. I go, oh, what are they going to figure next? This is That'd be funny if you would have pulled out a dustbuster. Like, I just used this. 
So tell us about fine dining, Aaron. You 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 say you worked a lot of restaurants. I did. Eddie and I I were a tag team. We were we (laughs) we would do stand up comedy and then uh, go right back to our ships. I forgot you waited tables. I waited tables forever in New York City. Where? Uh, Well. Pretty much a couple times, I this happened to me twice. I'd be working in a restaurant, just like you know, medium dining, not fine dining, because right. I was terrified yeah, of fine this dining. This is okay. Yeah, this is all right. <laughs> it's no angel hair pasta, <laughs> but, it's but okay. we got pasta. We put it on a plate. I think this is called Rotinelli. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I steered clear from the fine dining because you know I grew up uh, with a dollar fifty, and there was five of us, and uh, we never yeah. went out to dinner. We never right. like so. I had no. It's, it makes me horribly insecure yeah. to this day going out to fine dining because i'm always like you know you feel like that scene in pretty woman where you're being taught you're the yeah. last fork <laughs> for the salad and you're like oh i'm gonna flip a you know it's like being what? in downtown abbey like yes yeah so. that's exactly being they, they do have a scene in downtown abbey where they're he's where teaching the irishman comes the, in yeah yeah yeah. that's mm-hmm. what it feels which like fork, which you're just looking spoon. at everybody and you just i just feel incredibly poor i yeah. just like if you know i've gone out to like some you know restaurants where you're you're working a job or whatever, like the agency's like, all right, come out, you know, and you're like, you have to be like the joke machine in a commercial, and the agency takes you out the night before, and you're like, oh, I'll have an oyster, and you're like, I just want a beer and a burger, like it's a horrible experience for me. And, and oh, can wait. I just can I just interject? by the way, congratulations on working, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I just want to interject this. I just want to interject this. What really sucks about fine dining restaurants, and they probably still do this, is that they serve everybody great food except the people who work for them. They give them what they yeah. call a staff and a tr- meal, and a, trough. a staff yes. meal, and it's always shit. It's shit. Wait, what? What does that mean? It's like a tub of pasta. Yeah, like and, and then the diners are. Yeah. Getting this amazing food, and that would be another thing. I was like I'd a dog. I was like a junkyard like dog, so like bad. taking leftovers yeah. from people's. Uh, I yeah. would totally. Do Did they that. call that garbage mouthing where you were? No, that's a horrible term. We called it. We called it surviving with dignity. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the best was I well was, played. Sir. <laughs> I was, uh, this was the, the most ridiculous uh, story, but it was at Sequoia Restaurant, uh, which is down by the water on Pier 17. So it's this beautiful, but it wasn't, it wasn't really fine dining. They thought yeah. it was like more, but it really wasn't. But at night, the whole deck would be, you know, look over the Hudson or the East River and, and Brooklyn. And it was so beautiful. And yeah. so all these European tourists. But on Friday night, the inside section where the bar was, so you'd have to go through they would clear out and it would become a bridge and tunnel dance oh, nice. like literally like like crazy bridge and tunnel <laughs> like booty like booty dr- like mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and you'd have to cross through the dance That's my jam, floor by the way. Totally. <laughs> i see i saw you there all the yeah, time yeah. Sean. Um, <laughs> but you'd have to cross uh, through with the food Try to cut around the dancers to get back out and serve these like high end European tourists. So you'd be like literally high end European tourists <laughs> equals horrific, horrible. horrific everything. So you'd be like, well, you know, you'd be describing the wine and be like, the sea bass goes with a nice. And then you open the door and be like, but <laughs> like, and people would just be like throwing up over the deck. Like it was, I was like, oh my god, this is the funniest. How long did transition. you last there? Oh, I never. Well, I never really worked on Fridays. I did it once, and I was so traumatized. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe like a summer or whatever, because right. you'd make a lot of money. But yeah. I don't know why they would put the dance floor in. It was just we to were just I, every night we would just have tears. Part we was like the funniest oh, thing ever. <laughs> High end, like the fine dining and tunnel then, crowd. Oh, it was just waiting tables is brutal. It's some brutal. nights I would go bridge. Some nights I'd go tunnel. Yeah, mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on whether I wanted to go over or under, you know. <laughs> 
Uh, Jamie, tell us about fine dining. Fine dining. Yes. I worked at a restaurant in San Francisco called Stars, S-T-A-R-Z. I knew it was a Z. Mm-hmm. Later became a cable network. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And um, Mommy Dearest will be right back. It was very fine dining. It was uh, right by City Hall. Was it really fine dining or was it not? It was. It was. You were yeah. now you were a busboy, am I right? I said they brought me in to Mater maybe D? be a waiter, but to be an expediter during doing you know expediters. An expediter is in charge of when all the tickets come up. They, it's a horrific it's, job. It's a very important job, though. It's a very stressful it is. job. So like, stressful. It's somebody who's in charge of getting someone from one country to another <laughs> without doing a lot of paperwork. Yeah. No, it's in the kitchen where, by the way, this is another thing about the restaurant industry. And I don't know if people know this because there's all these shows about chefs. Chefs are psychotic. Psychotic. And they're all on coke, which they keep in their clogs. Yeah. Someone angry. might have to There's a lot of drugs in restaurants. <laughs> There's a lot of drugs in so restaurants, but drugs. chef, even before these fucking food shows, they their egos are like oh. insane. Like Rages. Yeah, 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 yeah. You made this fucking thing. Who gives I, I they hated me because I could I, I had no respect for them. They're the worst. You seem like a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> One time I had a t- sorry, Jamie, I interrupted. One no. time I had a taste. The head chef of my restaurant, he was coming out. He's like, no, I'm going to take these chopped salads to the table. And I go, you've Coke all over your nose. Do you mind if I just take them to the table and you oh, clean yourself sh- up? In the-? He goes, all right, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he literally was just like, Meh. like I was like, can we, what am I doing with my wife? It was fine, though. Everything turned out great. <laughs> <laughs> you just got back from Phoenix. And- yeah, I mean, come on. It's a great so city. So Stars, San Francisco. So Stars, so um, like my first day of training to be a waiter um, and it was right by. So you'd been working there for a while as an expediter, and then they were going to train you as a waiter. No, there's kind of training on everything. I think okay. I, I was there a total of two and a half weeks, maybe three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the first shifts where they're like, "All right, let's see if you can be a waiter," because I, I had some restaurant experience. Um, but it was right across from City Hall, so there was politicians that were eating there all. all Harvey the time. Milk was shot during your reign, wasn't it? <laughs> That's what Too I'm getting soon. to. <laughs> Too soon, really? But milk was such a great beverage. movie. Anyway, my first like drink tray that I ever had to give was like these two politicians, and they actually pointed out that these are important guys. Harvey Milk. <laughs> just Look, it's milk. Who were they? It's milk. I don't know. And Dr. Chesney. Please don't spill the drink. Milk <laughs> Dr. always Dr. orders. Chesney? Yeah, that's, 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 to me, that was the guy Milk would have dinner with. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Milk just... orders milk. Don't make a face. That's what he orders. Harumph, harumph. We are very important politicians. <laughs> We'll be sitting over here, and we'd like some drinks right away. By the way, us on a lapse. If you spill anything on me, I'll pass a law that will destroy you and your family. <laughs> if you don't spill anything on me, I might still pass a law that will destroy you. Oh, let, me it, let me put it this way. Either way, you're fucked. <laughs> I'm Harvey Milk. This is Dr. Chesney. And so the- I'm Dr. Chesney. <laughs> this is Harvey Milk. <laughs> what oh. are your specials tonight, scumbag? <laughs> and by the way, please, no more than four ice cubes. <laughs> so the stakes are high. What kind of food is stars? How many questions can we ask you <laughs> while, you're, while you're getting American? at your one sentence? I don't know. Fine American? I feel like this fine is American. Fine American. <laughs> Whoa. Blue cheese crumble on the burger. <laughs> so like real, really good fried chicken and corn. <laughs> There's like... Uh, Game hens and stuff. Is that American? So these hens were very game. <laughs> right was up this during, the Was this during the game this hens? This restaurant Sports. did not exist, obviously. Was this during the game hens health crisis? 
Wow. Sorry. Yes. Sometimes I got to go for the low-hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just because the Z in stars, it, does, it throws me. It does. Which was what the gay <laughs> men's hell uh, got. <laughs> anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> two armor had a moment. <laughs> a silent moment. Go ahead. And then I spilled the... Uh, Come on, Jamie. <laughs> Come on. Don't peter out or taper off. <laughs> or do any of the things. Or have buttons or snaps. Well, you see where it's going. I spilled like like the mm. lemonade, and I see all over them. You did. And That's an Arnold Palmer, by the way. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you invented. You got to think quickly in those moments. <laughs> so the and reason I Arnold spilled Palmer. that on you is I wanted you to try an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Wait, Wait, please I... sip your tie. I'll make one this phone is pretty call. Good. Ring out your pants and try it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something really adorable about two like big wig politicians getting iced teas and yes. lemonades. Ooh, Did they fire you like a I'm Dr. That's Chesney and you are no, now illegal. <laughs> it is the wor- it's like your greatest fear is But they definitely were like you're not ready to be a waiter. And then like a week later it was a big Saturday night and I was the expediter first night alone. In the kitchen with the chef. So you Packed take house. the orders and give them to the different Basically, chefs? Like, I'm trying to remember, but I think just directing traffic. like Yes, that's what Table it is. six. That seems more complicated than waiting. It was so complicated. It's they didn't so train me very well. It's horrible and expedite. You have to I organize want to go back to you spilling the drinks, though. How did that go down? Like, was it oh, one of the things? Did you trip? Many drinks. No, but, yeah, like, what, did you walk it up was to the table like, and go, That's what I would do. Yes. That's what I would do. I would even make that face like, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hamana, 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 hamana. Yeah, I should have never worn these roller skates. <laughs> I think there it was. <laughs> I waited tables in a place with roller skates near Lincoln Center, across the street from of Lincoln Center. Of course you did. That was when you had to wear the short shorts. <laughs> and they said Eddie on the back. In excellent, in, and the, in the spangled fake, uh, exclamation. Pigtail says, glued to the side of your head. <laughs> that was the Orthodox Jew restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, I'm Eddie. I'll be your waiter. Baroque Hashem. <laughs> As you know, I'm on skates, so don't know whatever the frozen daiquiris. They go flying. <laughs> you know the Jews. They love the frozen daiquiris. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll have two frozen. Never mind. <laughs> By the way, the sun is going down. Can you please speed it up? <laughs> I got to cross the bridge. <laughs> I'm going to Sequoia's later. <laughs> <laughs> These people can really back it up. By the way, can you send can you send the frozen factory over to Doctor Chesney's table? For me? <laughs> so go ahead, you were you were expediting, <laughs> and then every, everything was really bad, and then I got fired that night. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so tired tonight. Why? Are you? Lack of sleep. Certainly not because you were working this morning. Because that was us and not you. No, I remember that. I am exhausted. That was really how did how did the politicians react? Were they cool or were whoa, they just whoa. like oh? Were they awful? Just like, a little bit embarrassed. Did anybody, yeah. like, did Secret Service jump in front of them to protect them or anything like no. that? By the way, I did horrible things. Like, this This woman had this, like, expensive, expensive. I, I forget if it was a fur coat or, like, some. Or a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was a fur coat or just a beautiful. I don't know if it was a woman. It was, like, a beautiful, really expensive. Matter of fact, it was the beach. A really, a really expensive jacket. And I would drop stuff like a pat of butter or something on it and not say anything. Oh. Like, I would see. That Did you it, do it, it on hit purpose? The coat and th- this is just yeah. my modus operandi. Yeah. I would be like, nobody saw it. 
Fuck it. Oh, always. <laughs> you do? One seafood restaurant, I hated, I worked at it for 10 summers in a row in Rhode Island to like put myself through college, but I hated every second of it. And the tomato sauce bin was right next to the dirty glasses. And when you're in a hurry, you slammed like the glass and yeah. whatever liquid yeah. would go in the sauce and you'd keep it moving. I don't care. Like just, <laughs> in, it, the, the boss was like so, it was like a terrifying, horrible man. My favorite. I went out of my way to make those working conditions worse. <laughs> my favorite thing was people would go to me and please make sure the coffee is decaf because I can't drink caffeine. And if there wasn't decaf made and just regular and I'd be in a rush, I would just bring the coffee over in the decaf pot and I would go decaf, full, knowing full well you it was caffeinated. You killed people. You killed people. Well, but those people were going to be awake all fucking night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and they would say stupid things like to me, like, if I'm awake in the middle of the night, I'm going to call you. And I would go, <laughs> By the way, I You'll think, never see me again. <laughs> I think you might have served my parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would go decaf. If they had attitude, if they had, if they had attitude like problems, a haunted I would house. Totally <laughs> I, no, it was for me. I would be like, knowing full well it was caffeinated. I go decaf, and then you'd skate away. And I would just, and I would just look at them, and I, then I would look at them from like far away and go, and they're drinking it. They're yeah. drinking it. Those fools. Yeah. Somebody's, those somebody's fools. heart rate is going I always, up. I always feared, like, you know, so I, I did it a couple times if they were real a-holes. You know, then I always feared, oh, my God, what if they have, like, an immediate reaction? Like, they yeah. know, right. and then they, Only yeah. one guy died in a <laughs> restaurant that I was working in. That's a good odds. A heart attack. No, I mean, people die in restaurants. They have heart attacks. Yeah. People die everywhere. Jesus. <laughs> that's true. That's true. true. We need to knock it off. We're all on the way there. Let's, let's be honest. So, Jamie, I just want to know how it went down when you got fired. What happened? Oh, it was you such call- a disaster Like where the, the chef was like, just get the fuck out of the way. I got this. And That's everyone how they was talk, like, yeah. This is when you were expediting in the yes. kitchen? Yeah. All my restaurant experiences like really mean. Well, yeah. you have to be a really fast type A personality to work in a restaurant. No. Right? You have to be boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I was not boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you can't even say boom, 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 boom. No, but, it was no, but that, is, that is, honestly, people go, I'm not making this up. They go to like... Chefs like a lot of chefs have to start out as expediters, like right. to throw you in off the street with limited or no experience. It's not like expediter. a ridiculous restaurant because it a was. lot of expediters Stars are putting toppings on. They're putting like last minute, like you know what I mean. It's like Jamie, we're going to start you tonight as the chef. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're not ready to Jamie, be a waiter. You look like a smart kid. Uh, you're the owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to crunch everybody's numbers. Can you life. design a menu and this is your office? It's overlooking the bay. <laughs> You'll be making the safe deposit box drops uh, in the morning with all the nights. The cash. money's yours. And here's a Mercedes. And Good luck. Hopefully yeah. it'll work out. Don't That's what it, it feels like, though. It is. I still have waitering nightmares. Oh. I still wake up and I think I'm in the middle of a shift. I just literally hit the mic. Oh. And, uh, and with like sweats being like there, there aren't enough food the ta- all these tables need me it's i could tell you the classic waiter nightmare and i used to work outdoor cafes this is the one that's in all the books right? <laughs> i swear to god if if waiters Text are listening book. to this they will verify it and aaron you could verify oh we got a call someone's to- calling in right <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Eddie, is this Eddie, Eddie Eddie. from the bronx Long time uh, Eddie, i feel like i know what you're talking about before i even say is there a nude lady and a cat involved <laughs> no but here's the waiter nightmare i i used to work in outdoor cafes and this would be the waiter nightmare that it was kind of a cloudy day. Not many It'd be people. Funny if your waiter's nightmare was like, I'm standing in front of a classroom full of people, <laughs> and it's a spelling test, and I'm completely nude. <laughs> like it just <laughs> has nothing to do with waiting table. But yeah, here you go, what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, but I was waiting. Ta- this is the nightmare. I was waiting tables in an outdoor cafe, cloudy, not many people. I'm the only waiter on. And all of a sudden, it gets beautifully sunny out. And the tables, one by one, start filling up. I'm the only waiter there. And the amount of tables I have is like a huge parking lot. <laughs> and I'm just running from table to yeah. table. And there's no way that I'm going to get to anybody. And, and I then just... the worst thing happens, which is you go in the kitchen and Jamie's your ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you were going like this with your hand. It sounded like the tables were stacked on top of each other, breaking the... Time space continuum. God. It's hey, the worst. I'm just listening to a podcast. He just talked about the classic wave <laughs> dream. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So we will do that and we'll be back in a moment with a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. The Long Shot is part of the All Things Comedy Network. AllThingsComedy.com uh, We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. Our guest today is Aaron Foley. Aaron, can people follow you on Twitter? They can. They'll probably be genuinely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but they can definitely... It's such a fickle mistress, Twitter. Oh, what is your, what Aaron is your... Foley comic. I went, Foley I went crazy with the handle name. It was Jeter, <laughs> it was Jeter Foley, but then no one could oh, find me. Oh, Jeter Foley. Oh. Me and Aaron are big Yankee fans. I big forgot Yankee that about fans. Aaron. Huge yeah. Yankee fan. And Sean and I are big Knicks fans, yes. as you probably are as well. I love the Knicks, yeah. Uh, he doesn't care. Yeah. I do. Um, I do. All right. So let's start today with Amber. I knew it. I was trying to not look at you so you wouldn't pick me. <laughs> I love that you always know it. I knew it. I knew it. You cocksucker. <laughs> she didn't How say you cocksucker. I know. I'm just saying I was she doing She didn't even her. say it with that tone in her voice. No, <sighs> oh, Amber is stumped. I, uh, it's weird. I feel like I keep having this parting shot, but mm. like... Getting older and being a woman, like oh boy. having <laughs> things got real all of a sudden on the long shot. Honey, can you pause the long shot? I I want to get a stiff drink. This sounds really Put heavy. Sixty minutes on the clock. <laughs> I'm in the bathtub. I'm not pausing anything, Al. Can't you? Why? I tell you, take the remote to the pod. Or whatever they're calling it these days. With you in it's the tub. It's not a pod. It's a computer. Well, all right. All right. And right now, Calgon is taking me away. Calgon, that's dishwashing liquid, Margaret. No, oh, you're bathing in dishwashing liquid. No, you're thinking of Dove. No. no. Listerine? No. 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 Kitty Dukakis got Palm addicted olive? to Listerine. Palmolive? But in a good way. <laughs> anyway, Margaret, take the remote with you in the tub. So, for Amber, Christ you're sake. getting older and becoming a woman. <laughs> That was my checking. <laughs> that was my that was my parting shot. <laughs> no, just like again, I've already talked about this before on another podcast about like cooking, but taking whose care, podcast was it? <laughs> taking care of the dog and like being domestic all yeah, weekend, like yeah, yeah. It, it. Like I had scary. Like oh, is this my future? Well, I took, am I just going to be happy? And positive. I took yeah. joy in it in ways joy. that I never have before. But it is like a weird, like oh god, like the weird 
uh, nesting. Well, it's yeah. scary to live a cliche or an archetype. Yes. Or, yes. Because I've been doing it too. I got married and I feel, very, you know, I feel domesticated. And it's like, I always thought of myself as, you know, James Dean and mm-hmm. Rebel Without the Thing. And without I, the Thing. <laughs> that's Andy Kindler. Rebel Without the Thing. Uh, but. Yeah, it's scary. yeah. I was the other day. I walked down the street and around the corner, and my hat blew off. And I was like, "What am I? Just a five? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Naked gun. <laughs> no, no. Um, this is how you make a five. You go down the street and around the corner, and your hat blows off. Oh my god, <laughs> that's my school teaching nightmare. Margaret, was that a math joke that <laughs> that Conroy just did? I don't know, Al. I can't he- hear it over me singing with the duck in the tub. <laughs> Why are you singing with the so duck? So go ahead, Amber. So you're <laughs> no. But I mean, that's basically it. Just like uh, I've never in the past had such a good time, like spending the day doing the dishes and doing laundry, mm, that and like heavenly cuddling a dog like it's it feels like oh no like weird instincts are kicking in and soon i will be packing Making school lunches a baby Ugh. that'd be great for the podcast if i made a baby yeah. but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do I like know. why are you fearing no, it, it almost sounds like it's going to be imposed on you like no, in china I, it's, the way it's exactly what you're saying it's just i've never seen myself that way right and to see myself becoming like a cliche like you're saying it's like whoa it's weird Right. It's, just, it's not a cliche. It's a substantial option for a young woman like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the principal. Now I gotta go chug vodka. <laughs> also, cliches are cliches for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we talk about the part of town that's a melting pot. <laughs> uh, I had a baby on La Brea and Wilshire uh, for a number of different reasons. Uh, All right, let's go next to Eddie. Uh, yes. Well, my party shot is that I am going to be going to London. Hmm. Uh, May 3rd. I remember when Eddie had never left the country, and now you're a regular world traveler. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. You're like the Globetrotters. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I've been Except to... The, not the Harlem part. Norway, Norway, Australia, and now London. Nice. And then Dublin. Three different so, countries. You also went to Four. Scotland. Uh, well, Scotland last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just mean ever. Right. You're very comfortable within the walls of the United Kingdom. <laughs> But I'm really super nervous about it. I'm going to be doing six shows a week at the Soho Theater, May 3rd through 26th. And then three weeks? Three weeks. Six shows a week, 18 shows, and I'm freaking out. Wait, because wait, wait. In English? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> In English. In the UK dialect, I have to do it. Oh. <laughs> and uh, the one thing you've got to understand there, mate. You have to talk about the loo. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was like a Is a the elevators or lifts? That was like a prison in Greenland. <laughs> no, no. This is, his, this is his Bob Hoskins having a stroke impression. <laughs> Dead on. <laughs> the elevators are lifts. <laughs> Bathrooms are loose. Now he's just yelling. <laughs> now he's and just black yelling. people are still British. <laughs> so what about that? So you're, no, I'm just, you're nervous I'm just, about yeah, it? Why are you nervous? Excited. What are you nervous about? Oh, I'm so Super nervous exciting. about it. How big is the venue? I'm not sure. Like, I think it's like 150 seats, something like that. Ah, you do it your sleep. I, but no, but I'm just like, just to, I've never been. I, I was in London one day last summer when me and Steve, Stephen Fine Arts, uh, the director of the Bitter Buddha documentary, Fine screened Arts. it. By the way, also I wanted to mention that the Bitter <laughs> Buddha, 
uh, documentary what is going to be a great title. Is going to be available in the UK in May, and that's I think, a good timing because you're going to be there. That's right. I think it was time <laughs> for it to be like that. So it, the Bitter Boot is going to be available in the UK on iTunes and uh, I think Amazon in May and in Europe worldwide. I think in June. I didn't understand what you just said. <laughs> I know. I never know what I'm saying when it comes to distribution. It's sort of like wine pairings. Better Buddha will be available Amazon, (laughs) iTunes, UK, June, May, VHS, South America, Chile, Australia. You can space out of space in space. You send us postage. We Amazon. will put a VHS in a padded envelope. iTunes.com, so, iTunes.net, go, go iTunes.org, iTunes.uk.edu.tv. Bitter Buddha. Bitter Buddha. Download on your I never know how to do the announcements for the movie, but it will be available in the UK in May. And Down, <laughs> download it to your camera. The- watch it while you're taking pictures. <laughs> so I'm nervous about going to London and and performing in front of uh, Londonites. Culture shock. Londonites. Or whatever they're called. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited for you. The yeah? audience is are supposed you? to be wonderful. You never hear a ba- hear a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. I guess they until do you talk come back. back a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that should be fun. I hope. Couple, you just do like your first couple shows, and then it'll. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like getting those first two under your belt. Just yeah. have fun out there, you know. Yeah, just be yourself. <laughs> just be yourself. Well, you would be a great guy to call, Jamie. I'm uptight out here. Just have fun. I do say that. He Jamie says should do an impression of like uh, a coach, like on the boxing ring when the when the boxer comes back to the corner, all bloody. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> just have fun. You're doing great. I'm tired. Keep your jab up. Keep your jab up. Keep your jab up. And uh, when he hits, go to the body. Hit him back. Hit him back. Go to the body. Hit him back. And if you get just tired, do it. just have just fun. Quit. By the way, <laughs> did you know there's a vigil in the other corner? <laughs> I will. Uh, I will go next on my parting shot. Um, which is that I also worked in the restaurant industry and I lasted – well, first of all, I did work at a fine dining establishment really, uh, in my hometown called Pizza Hut. <laughs> and at that time, Pizza Hut in my hometown was a sit-down restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was Whoa. like a, yeah, we used to go there every Friday night when this I was a kid. This is drive-through now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was during the Great Depression. We lived in the Dust Bowl. Dust Bowl? Yeah. Dust Bowl, the Dust Bowl. Was Woody grapes, Guthrie was, was a person. It was grapes for <laughs> wrath out there. Salad comes to me. Well, I don't got any money, but I got a little song for you. <laughs> wherever I'm sorry, a, Mr. Guthrie. Wherever there's a Pizza Hut, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> wherever there's a pepperoni special, I'll be there. Uh, no, but I, so I, went, I got a job there. This was after I got out of college because I wanted to do my parents proud. Yes. So I got a job as a well, I started as a like I don't want to say maitre d, but the <laughs> dude who stood at the door and was like, You sit over there. You were the host. host right. Yeah. I was the host. And, you like uh, cheese in your crust? <laughs> <laughs> Hi folks, welcome to Pizza Hut. Hi, how many in your party? Four. We want cheese in our crust. <laughs> hey, take it easy, folks, and also you need pants to be in here. <laughs> This is a highfalutin place. You need pants. But on my first day there, the guy, the, the assistant manager, the guy whose name was Chuck, I remember, and he was like, you need to go put toilet paper in all the bathrooms. And I was like, all right. Oh. Then I came back, and he was like, you need to, you need to like. Is there cheese in there, toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper is delicious. <laughs> Sir, it's not to be eaten. It's to be used as a wipe. <laughs> But then I had, to go, I had to go put, like, peppers and radishes in the salad bar, which I did. 
Then I came back and I was standing by my host station and he came over and he lit into me about about the way that I had put the radishes and the peppers or whatever at the salad Did you just bar. walk? That was it. I was done. You Really? You just yeah, was like, wow. That was it. I was like, fuck this guy. I'm done. What was wrong with how you did the radishes? I think nothing. I think it was like a... You put them on top oh, like of the visor? Yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, he was like letting me know <laughs> who was in charge. The, you know? On top of the shield. <laughs> shield. The, the, the sneeze shield. <laughs> this, they keep sliding off the clear plastic thing. I'll just leave <laughs> them there understand. on the rug. I'll just leave them there yeah. on the rug. There's a bunch of grazes. Put no, them on I the think rug. it was just him going, look, I'm the cock of the walk here. Yeah. You know? And I was like, fuck He doesn't have a lot this. going for him in his life. Did you just turn around and leave? No. I don't know. I finished out my shift. Oh, you did. You yeah. Did. I got like three fifty an hour or whatever, you know. Right. But nice. I, I was like, I don't need this. Which was good during the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I could have been, off, been off at the war, you know. I was Paul, lucky. I got three fifty an hour. Holy cow, son. We going to California. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the fact that my accent keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> Every day I'm having a more and more difficult time saying anything coherent. <laughs> pa, I'm sorry. I walked in the wrong house. <laughs> also, my teeth are disappearing. Oh. Have you seen my teeth? Uh, all right. Let's go next to Aaron. Aaron, what's your parting shot? My parting shot is that the Bitter Buddha will be available <laughs> <laughs> on high def. It'll be available in Europe and France. <laughs> only audio. It's it only be, available as an audio it device. It will be uh, given <laughs> out device. to every person that goes to Chico State from May 12th uh, through May 18th. Um, well, I would like to say it was just really nice meeting Amber, and you should have a baby immediately. I think about it all the time. You in do? In fact, I was going north on the five, as you do. Uh, and my 1997 Toyota Corolla. And I was thinking, if I have to have a kid, it's got to happen now. And with that, my uh, tire hit a pothole. My hubcap <laughs> smashed into and flew over my car. And I thought, uh, Whoa. maybe no kids. <laughs> I would say maybe that's no a good children. Call. I can't even keep four hubcaps I, on my. I have Corolla. zero hubcaps. Hubca- good. Hubcaps. Then you're ready. I have a hug. Cap. Then you're ready. <laughs> I have four hubcaps. The wrong size in the trunk of my car. <laughs> no, good. You guys are making me feel better. Overall, my my uh, parting shot is that I've known Eddie and Sean probably my entire comedy since career the 50s, right? since the fifties when we were doing right. Bosch Belt. What was just invented? The phonograph was the just phonograph. Invented. We were we were doing those experiments in the desert with nuclear weapons. Right? <laughs> Aaron, put on your glasses. I have them on. No, not those. I the, have them on. The nuclear shield glasses. Oh, God. Phone keys, wallet. I always leave the house. I love this project, you guys. I love it, too. Bob Op and I. Why are all my pets dying? <laughs> uh, no, and, uh, you know, Eddie's wearing a Yankee shirt. And every time I look at Sean, I think about the Knicks. Uh, and, you know, Knicks are going to at least go through the first round. And Yankees uh, won't make the playoffs. But it's. Uh, <laughs> They're playing pretty good, though, now. Absolutely wonderful. We also share you love, guys of, and we also share love of the Giants. Oh, my, my greatest obsession. I went to, I went, Aaron no, no. once invited me to come to her house. <laughs> and can scream I, can at I talk the about this? Sure. And what happened? Aaron gets together, together with a lot of her girlfriends to watch the Giants. Right. So it was me and a house full of women. Mm-hmm. Lesbos. Wa- lesbians watching the Giants. And I told Aaron before I got there... I don't know if you remember this. I was like, I have to teach a class, so I'll be there for the first quarter, and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> what, did I yell at you? No, no, no. You didn't. But every other lesbian was like, what's the matter? You can't take all the estrogen? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha, ha. 
animals <laughs> five dollars to rest. <laughs> and I was like, no, I have to. I have, I have a class. No, you do. Such language. <laughs> I'm not afraid of women. I just, you know, all my friends drive trucks, so I can see. No, you have. We'll, hey, we'll, we'll do it in the is leaving. <laughs> Well, the fall, we will gather. Get out of here, you fucking <laughs> man. You breeder. <laughs> breeder. Breeder. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny because every single one of them was giving me That's shit. That's absolutely I was like, hysterical. I said before that I had to leave. But then I've got to teach the, the children of tomorrow. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like being around so many pussies? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take my tits out of your face, but stay for the second quarter. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Uh, all right. Jamie. Mm. My parting shot. Sounded like you just got stabbed or something. Mm. 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 Or you had a nice piece of uh, food. Mm. Piece of food. <laughs> Any other guesses? You're thinking. My parting shot is that... Um, Take it down. You should just have fun no matter what you're doing. Sounds like a joke, but whether Margaret, you're turn it off. <laughs> and when I tell you again, turn it back on. I'm not getting out of the bath. Well, you I should. like I like this. Keep going, please, Jamie. Actually, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna turn it to you. The duck and I are singing. I've got you, babe. <laughs> and I'm singing it about the duck, not about you, Al. I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm See what I mean? I'm huffing turpentine. <laughs> I believe it's called turpentine. You're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it? Margaret. This is the drain. <laughs> Margaret, the drain's talking to me. This turpentine is good. <laughs> I forget everything when I'm huffing turpentine. Everything seems better. Hello, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, you were saying? I was going to put it to Aaron. <laughs> I hope her Jamie bailed is- on his farting shot. No, he said a very poignant part. What did he say? Right. He said, have fun. Have fun, no matter what you do. <laughs> That's a bullshit parting shot. That's not a parting shot. Let's yeah. call it yeah. a thing. Let's a call thing. it not parting shot, <laughs> not parting shot. As Jamie's manager, <laughs> I would like to say, just get, uh, just cut him some slack. Okay. Aaron, you've been so empathetic to this podcast. Just I every a, time. <laughs> I have a lot of empathy. <laughs> um, could, could you uh, uh, contribute some, uh, what's the word you said at the beginning of this segment? Fraught? Request. I'm requesting that you Everybody impart this, some knowledge, a nugget of truth or wisdom that gets you through your every day to our listeners. <clears throat> I think lower the bar. Ooh, that's a good I one. I think people... <laughs> honest no, to I God, like If that. you have... If you just... I think, like, especially in this career when you think about, like, the big picture and the end of... Like, I just think day by day. Like yesterday, honest to God, I was making oatmeal, and there was like the sweetest Irish blessing on the side of the Ooh. McCann's oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. They have, I wrote I love it down. That's why I get and teased. stuck it on the Me wall, too. and it like made my day. It what did. Was what it? was it? What was it? I'm gonna have to. Write oh, it I down. know what it was. I know what it was. Irish like, McCann's oatmeal. Uh, half cup water. <laughs> Go fuck you. Quarter cup. <laughs> quarter cup oatmeal. Pitch of salt. Just, <laughs> just you just like it made your day. <laughs> Jesus, that's so simple. It was the sweetest thing. <laughs> little moments. Little moments. Little moments. Bring to a boil. Lower the bar. Little moments. Bring to a boil, then simmer for 10 minutes. And then hit happy hour. <laughs> and jazz hands. Just have fun. And up the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for being here. It was so yes, fun, you guys. Right. Thank you so much for having me. So glad you could make time for us on the 
the very moment that you got back from Phoenix. Anytime I get back from Phoenix, I'd love to come straight here. <laughs> you go there once every three years. Right? Yeah. So you guys, uh, hopefully, we can, hopefully we can catch a Knicks game in the next couple of weeks. Uh, yes, like and, tomorrow, uh, and they'll eliminate the Celtics soon. Correct. And please donate to the podcast. We are we were not able to buy food tonight because we are out of money, <laughs> starving. And I was promised crudite. All we did was talk about food too. Yeah. What a tease. Oh no, and I haven't eaten. I literally haven't eaten since eleven o'clock this morning. Is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like really bad at exaggerating. Always an important component of a statement. <laughs> no, it is true. It is true, and it's mm. now eight o'clock at night. So or nine o'clock. Nine. So it's been ten hours since I've eaten. Don't know how you do that's it. Not, I've had two meals since I left. How you're you. supposed to eat. <laughs> I'm eating currently. <laughs> I'm right now. I have. And he's a, under the table. There's eating. a feeding tube going into the tip of the my penis that's sale. feeding me. By the way, you know that you don't eat through your penis. <laughs> I, oh my god! Hold on. Let me rip this out. <laughs> no wonder why my kneecaps are huge. <laughs> we will see you next time on the long shot. Yes, yes, yes. Just have fun. <laughs> Thank you. For episodes both past and future, join us online at www.thelongshotpodcast.com.